I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's, Hello. It's Breaking Backwards. Again, a whole week away. How are you? We're good. Meg's here. I'm here, and we are. We watched another episode that was uh, had weird context for me, and uh, one that Adam had already seen before a handful of times. So. That is sure. That is sure. The premise of this show, Meg, and it was a pretty good one. It was uh, Negro y Azul, which I think black and blue is what that means in Spanish, right? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know Azul means blue, and Negro I think means just black. Yes, and E means and so. Well, those are all the words, so we did it. We did it. We, we could be linguists. I can't speak a lick of Spanish, but that is, we trod on that territory last week. We certainly did. At length. But yeah, so we watched Negro y Azul, and this is, is this our 50th episode of the podcast? No, it's our 49th. Never mind. Okay. So we don't need to fucking do anything special or anything. This is a, this is going to be run of the mill. <laughs> so, you know. If you're listening to this and the next episode's already out, like maybe you can skip this one. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't do that. Please don't. Don't do that. Don't skip this one. It's a good one. But Negro Azul. I liked it. I liked this episode. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Meg liked it too. Is this Danny Trejo's only appearance besides his head later? It is. Well, it, we have that flashback later. That's what I mean to say. Like when yeah. we see him in season three. So that I still contend that he's the biggest celebrity they have gotten on this show. At the time, maybe, I, I contend that Brian Cranston now is bigger than Dr- Danny Trejo has ever been. I guess it depends on who you ask. I think Mrs. Cranston's who I ask. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She loves <laughs> well, her husband. Yeah, she she thinks her husband's a big fucking deal, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Or um, Aaron Paul, I think he thinks Brian Cranston's a bigger deal. He probably thinks he's a bigger deal than Brian Cranston, though. He can fuck off. He's not. He's Brian Cranston's away. Did Aaron Paul ever play Lyndon Johnson? No, not yet. You're right. He just kind of does TV series. Yeah. I think he will at some point. That'd be so cool. If he also played Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, in like 20 years. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh God. I don't think you've made it unless you played Lyndon Johnson on stage or screen. Or Winston Churchill, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or Winston Churchill. Or who else would I think of just then? I don't know. I was going to say Harvey Milk, but that was a bad example. I was trying to think of, who was I trying to think of? Oh, Trumbo, maybe? <laughs> or Trumbo. Yeah, who's the... I'm trying Because to... there's one I think we're both thinking of, and we're not getting to his name, and I don't know why. I feel like in 15 years, there's going to be a bajillion... There's... We're, we're, it's only a matter of time until our first Barack Obama Oscar-winning performance. Sure, yeah. Uh, someone's got that. I don't know who. And it, it's a young star right now. And, and it's going to be like the tw- who, like maybe like uh, 20 years later, Michael B. Jordan. I was just thinking that, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. I can't, yeah, I don't know of who else could play him almost, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that'd be Jordan Peele? Oh, yeah. But I guess he doesn't really act anymore, so no. Well, I guess Keegan Michael Key then, right? Yeah, that'd be, oh, that'd be full circle, wouldn't it? <laughs> Because he played the angry guy in yeah, those he, sketches. He certainly did. Ah, he was so... I wonder if he saw... What's that movie? What's the... Uh, what's the What's the movie Jordan Peele make that everyone really liked? Get, Get out. out. I wonder if he saw that and he's like, why didn't he ask me to help with this? 
I think they just have different interests, right? Like they did comedy well together, but Jordan Peele. But like at the at the premiere, wasn't he like, "Hey, that was great, man. Did you not like need help?" Or so is the foibles of all comedy partnerships <laughs> when eventually one goes in one direction and the other goes in another. And uh, I cannot think of one that I guess maybe what is his name? Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry both had pretty respected careers. Depending on who you ask, maybe Stephen Fry is a little bit more renowned or respected than Hugh Laurie, but he still, I don't know, they still had good careers. Hugh Laurie was house. Well, yeah, he was house, so he made his money. I know more about Hugh Laurie than Stephen Fry. Really? Mm hmm. Stephen Fry is a. I I know Stephen. He seems cool. Yeah. I I just know, I I could name more things Hugh Laurie was in. Fair. I just think Keegan Michael Key at some point will make a movie called, like, Get In. And it's going to be good. And Jordan Peele's like, it's kind of like my thing. He's like, oh, no, I know. It's my own thing. Don't worry about it. It's different. It's totally different. It's different. different. Don't worry about it. It's my own thing. And I don't need you. I don't need you. Yeah. I never needed you. Anyway, it's just I can't comprehend uh, two people being friends and one getting more success and the other one just being cool with it. I can't comprehend that because I have a jealous heart. Okay. That's why. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm always happy when my friends, you Mm -hmm. know, have do well but i definitely been on the receiving end of when i'm doing well and somebody is like a little shitty about it but you've always <laughs> been happy if ever something is going well for me or at least you project happiness well i don't know what you feel oh it's lies head. i'm no i'm just kidding of course I'm happy. <laughs> jesus christ but this isn't about get out although it could be and more people would listen uh, this is about breaking bad uh show that we have i believe 14 episodes left yeah there's really is that it Wow. I mean, the first season's only seven episodes long because of that writer strike they they done had there in 2008. Oh, I remember that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right before I wanted to come out here. That dang writer strike that uh cost that literally saved Aaron Paul's career because they <laughs> were gonna kill him off. But yeah, I, this cold open, not really a lot to talk about. They sing a fun song. Yeah, they sing a song that's like the cartel's got Heisenberg's number. Like Heisenberg, you're already dead. Fuck off, mm-hmm. kind of. They sing this song, but then like I don't know. You've seen every episode after this. The cartel. Oh, I guess the twins come after him, but it's it's not because of them. Like the cartel comes after him, but not because he like stomped on their territory. It's because Tuco died. It's a very specific thing. And then the cartel kind of forgets about him for a little bit and goes after Gus. Yeah. So the cartel maybe is suffering from like just poor management and poor like they don't really have a good goal setting you know it's like they're a dog chasing cars and they another one sped by and they started running after that yeah yeah cartels don't join them so tuco is already dead i didn't know if he would be someone who died today but he he was not he's already dead at this point yeah he's super dead yeah yeah they talk about him being dead and they're like look at him dead now yeah and then they're like, he's Walter White's going to die, but he doesn't know it yet. Little do they know, it will not be the cartel, but white supremacists who take him down, kind of. Uh, but more or less his own hand. His own hand. Yeah, I guess he does it to himself. Yeah. And then that's it. And they play the, like, hey there, everyone. It's time for another episode of your favorite show. Breaking Bad. Ba-da-da. And then Walt pops up and goes, who, me? And <laughs> pops down. And he's in a diaper, and he's not wearing a shirt, and goes, "Who me?" Uh, he puts, he sticks his thumb to his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. really, and we've all seen it. You, we've all. This is the famous theme song. I don't know why we're going into detail about it. One of the most popular shows of all time. We know the theme song. Why are we spending this much time? You're on right. Episode you're right. forty-nine. Why you're, are we doing this? You're right. You're right. You're right. 
<sighs> my oh my. What we do for views. <laughs> anyway, we uh, speaking of views, reviews. You should leave them. And I'm going to read one right now. But I clicked away from it. So, Meg, vamp. Vamp? Yeah, vamp, vamp while I find this review. Uh, what does that mean? That means fill time. Oh, okay. So here I am just sitting in a closet. With I got little... it. I, fi- I found it. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> Good vamping, Meg. Thanks. All right, guys. <laughs> this one, once again, write a fucking review. Please. For fuck's sake. Uh, we got a few ratings in since last time, but no new reviews. Yes. We got a handful of five-star ratings, which, you know, fine. We, we'll take them. But tell us why. Yeah, just give us a, give us a, let us know. Okay, this review is from Poo Poo Butt Farts, is his name, <laughs> or her name. Um, and it, uh, the caption reads, I love this podcast. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time, and I love the fresh take of this podcast. It's very fun listening to these two hosts. The This person wrote, to these two hosts, uh, discuse watching the series backwards and the fact that meg has never seen the series just adds so much to the humor keep this up and i look forward to a new episode each week thank you i'm sorry for ragging on your spelling my guy but you know your name's poo poo butt fart so i thought you could take a little little ribbing i'm sure they can yeah uh but anyway thanks for that review and if you'd like us to read your review like seriously like write a review and just put like marxist propaganda in it and we'll read it on the air and we'll spread your message (laughs) <laughs> that's something you can do if you want to be in a position where we out you for your well not out but just celebrate your political weird leanings yeah we'll do it we're honor bound and obligated to do so let that so okay that last president president trump oh. who i do, i just didn't like i, I didn't just like didn't him like him either. and that's my that's okay you can put like a bunch of pro him stuff and i'll read it we won't like it. Like With we'll be minimum snark. Yeah, we'll be like, we'll, ugh, we'll be really mm. not enjoying it while it's happening, but we'll do it. We'll eat our vegetables. Yeah, just to get your review. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, back to the episode. I guess they play the Breaking Bad theme song. We talked about it. We covered it. Um, and Walt's at uh, Jesse's apartment knocking. Yeah, and he's like, "Why can't I get a hold of this dang kid?" Uh, mm-hmm. And you know who comes out? It's Jane. Jane. And she's like, stop. Yeah. Hey, man. Knock it off. You're banging that door as much as I want that man inside that door to bang me. Because she, I think she wants it at this point, right? We've. I mean, she she's definitely open to it. She's open to it. Yeah. Banging's fun. Just being loud. No, like, like. Set, set. Oh, having sex? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's wonderful. That's a great it's a time. Fun, it's a fun thing two people can do. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and while it's doing some lying, he says, I'm his dad. And she goes, you're Mrs. Jack- Mr. Jackson? And he goes, that's me. I'm Mr. Jackson. Uh, and eventually, Jesse comes out and is like, come on in, dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she doesn't realize who Jesse Jackson is. Uh, did you did you like that his shirt had a jack-o'-lantern on it? I did like that his shirt had a jack-o'-lantern on it, especially because I have no frame of reference for what time of year it is. So I like to think that this is in May, uh, mm-hmm. and he's just got a jack-o'-lantern shirt on. It's a fun shirt, and it's not, like, it, it is literally like, it's your grandfather's jack-o'-lantern. It's like the design that you've seen on plastic buckets for years. It's lovely. I want that shirt. It's great. Someone who listens to this podcast should buy it for me. 
<laughs> Not Meg. She's bought me enough shirts. That's true. I I did get him one. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the maximum amount any one person should get me. But yeah, dude, and then inside Jesse's got the fattest fucking bong anyone's ever seen. It's like 18 inches tall, maybe mm-hmm. 24. And yeah, he's got a it's got dirty bong water in it and a couple of sleeping bags on the floor with a bunch of open funyuns. Well, we know he already really likes funyuns. That's a certainty. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? It's like me with my Creators popcorn mix, which I'm currently obsessed with. I don't have a current snack of choice that I but you know sometimes it's uh sometimes I like chippies but right now no heavy junk food in my immediate vicinity it's a it's a strange time I ate uh, two boxes of Girl Scout cookies yesterday that was wild in one sitting or well throughout the day it's hard because if you just have one or two an hour then all of a sudden you're like oh shit you know they're not that many come in a box i went to prospect park which is a famous park in new york city uh brooklyn specifically mm. and they had a little stand and there's some girl scouts and um one of them fucking lied to me because i i went up and they have a new cookie called s'mores flavored which sure. i was very excited about and so i said how much for a box and they said they're five dollars each and i said great I want a Samoa because, duh. And also, that new s'more sure looks good. I'd like one of those. And then she just must have seen the fiend look on my face and said, I can upsell this motherfucker. (laughs) And she said, oh, I'm sorry. S'mores are $6. And I I paid like a sucker. Oh, man. Well. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, I ate them all, and it was worth it was worth every every penny. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to run into any Girl Scouts this year. I guess I'm just... Silly. I had a friend recently who was like, oh, this family helped me out. So I went and bought $200 worth of Girl Scout cookies from their daughter. And I went, $200? $200 worth of Girl Scout cookies. That's 40 boxes. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a wow. lot. It's I a mean, lot. unless they're s'mores, then there's, it gets into some more complicated math because you have to divide by six. But still. So I guess it would be... Let's wait for it. Um, huh. How much would it be? Ah, <laughs> okay. It's not. But wait, you have a you have a daughter who's Girl Scout age. Did she ever show any interest in uh, becoming a Girl Scouts? Yes and no. It was kind yeah. of like, um, do you want to do that? Sure. And then it wasn't on my time frame, and it was kind of like, well, ask your dad. And she was like, nah. And and there was and it was a new thing at the school. It wasn't just like a. That's such a dumb story. It was they had only just started. I don't think Girl Scouts are as popular where I am as they are other parts of the country. Mm. Yeah, I feel like those cookies are the only thing keeping them afloat. Because didn't they add girls to the Boy Scouts and now that one's just the Scouts? Is that right? I think so. But like, Girl Scouts had those have those cookies though. And what do Boy Scouts have? Popcorn. Who yeah, they sell fuck? popcorn during the holidays. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fuck off, boy. Yeah. That's what I would say to a child who tried to sell me popcorn. Get out of here, man. Get out of Get here. Get out of here, boy. Yeah. And send one of those girls with the cookies <laughs> that are so much better. Uh, I wish I would have gotten Thin Mints. Yeah, Thin Mints are, oh, man. This is a time of year where you can go and get some really special Thin Mint flavored ice cream treats or pudding treats, too. Because, like, uh, the food trucks around here, they like to stock up on that and make little limited time flavors. And I got to tell you, it works. They do well. Oh, do they now? They do. There used to be sweet. a truck called the pudding truck. And guess what it had? But uh, around this time of year, they always had a thin mint pudding. And I know you're not really a pudding guy, but I think you would have liked it. Wow. That's, I can't believe you remember that I'm not a pudding guy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care for it. 
<laughs> I think it shouldn't be a snack. Do you really not care for it? I don't like. I don't get it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't think it tastes good. It's like, hey, here's ice cream, but the texture sucks and it's room temperature. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. I'm not. I don't like actively seek it out, but this one truck was pretty good, you know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've heard bread put. I've heard good stuff about bread pudding. I would try that. Yeah, they have that at like the Harry Potter theme park. They have like sticky, sticky toffee pudding, and it's like a bread pudding. Um, huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that that's that park that that tran, that transphobic lady she made that park right. I feel like Warner Brothers <laughs> was in co- conjunction with Universal to use the property that that she oh, okay. created. Oh, so it's more complicated than that. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I don't think she built it with her hands. Oh, I thought she went through there and was like, "I got some ideas for a ride." And then she started going to town, and they were like, "Well, just let her do it, I guess." Yeah. Leave her be when she's got an idea. Oh man, she's mm-hmm. I don't know. She's had one good idea that, like. Then everything else is kind of falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, she writes those detective novels that some people read, I've heard. I think they're. I think she wrote one and it stopped, right? No, she has a series that she writes under a pseudonym. Okay. This is real. I'm not fucking around. I knew she had a... I didn't realize it was a series. And I also don't understand the pseudonym when everybody knows it's you. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. And is... I don't know what the pseudonym is. Is it like... Bay J. Oling, or I don't know. Bay J. Oling. Yep. <laughs> that might be it. Ah! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. I got us really sidetracked. So, anyways. I didn't uh, mean to do that. They have a discussion in Jesse's apartment about how a man's head was crushed and he was killed uh, by his wife, but everybody. But Jesse was present because he was trying to shake down the guy for money. Jesse's obviously really fucked up from it, and Walt is like. Well, uh, that's I'm sorry, and he's like, I want to smoke more weed, please. Uh, I can't, I can't stop freaking out. Essentially, right? Did, did you like the scene? He's really mean to Walt, and I know you don't like Walt, and he calls him like a son of a bitch, an asshole. Yeah, it's nice to see uh, him stick up for himself sometimes, you know. Yeah. If nothing else, I don't. I whether Walt is a dick to him, but it's like also Jesse kind of just takes it from most angles, so it's nice to see him be like, fuck off a little, you know. Hmm. For $4,600? That's not that I mean, that's a lot for me, but that would be, for them, it doesn't sound like that much. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't kill somebody for that, you know? Uh, who, who, who am I killing? I mean, you wouldn't just kill a stranger for that. What, what do I know about the stranger? I I don't, nothing. I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't think, all right. What are they wearing? Uh, a One, a jumper, just a, a bodysuit. A bodysuit? Okay, yeah, probably not. But if they were wearing, like, a shirt for a band I didn't like, then maybe. Okay, so they're wearing a shirt for... Let's see if I could guess a band you don't like. The Monkees? Oh, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll kill them for $4,600. <laughs> Fuck the Monkees. Yeah. I hate the Monkees. They're wearing what? a shirt for... They sing Gold Digger, right? Or no, that's Kanye West. Yeah, the Monkees sing, like... God, I can't even remember. Just stupid, shitty songs. Yeah, they sing stupid shitty songs. Yeah. I yeah, I'd probably kill someone if they if I didn't know anything about them, but I was like, why do they, why do they like the monkeys? And I can get $4600 for killing them? Well, okay. But I don't know. I've never I haven't killed anyone yet, Meg, so I don't know. I've but... never killed a person. Oh, you haven't? Not even one time. Okay, yeah. I have a hard time even killing spiders to be honest, so It'd probably feel weird. Yeah. I don't know that I could ever move past that moment in my life. I would just be like stuck but anyways we don't have to get into the nuances of that uh <laughs> i mean we could 
might get us more reviews. Is that what people are listening for? Are they? <laughs> I think that's what people, people want. People are tuning in just for the hope that we get into some intense discussion about how we deal with theoretical trauma. 49 episodes in, they're like, finally! <laughs> this is when it gets good. Get to episode 49. Give, give it 49 episodes out of the 63 mm-hmm. or whatever. Starts off slow. But then, man, it really ramps up at episode 49. <laughs> uh, yeah, but basically, um, Walt hears on... He kind of hears on the voicemail. They're like, hey, so everyone paid up and we're all cool, Jesse. Hey. And <laughs> Walt's like, oh, they're scared of you. That's cool. This is uh, helpful for me. Yes, I can exploit mm. this. Hurrah. Yep. Hurrah, hurrah. And Jesse's like, I'm going to get high. And then that's the yep. end of that scene. I like more drugs. Please, please, please. Oh, he calls him a junkie for smoking weed. And it's like, yo. Like, stay in your lane, dude. Yeah. That. That's just that sweet kush, you know? Yeah, he's just got a nug of granddaddy purple. Oh, That's a weed. I forgot there's there's a scene we skipped. Right before before all this happens, um, I know the last thing you all want us to do is to go earlier in the episode, but I'm going to. Uh, la- Walt uh, is uh, tutoring a student, and the student fucks off. Yeah, uh, his name's Barry, <laughs> and we saw him in the plane crash. The episode with the, all the students in the... Um, in the auditorium talking about the oh was he in that one yeah oh i didn't know that yeah he's the one who's like if your roommate kills themselves you shouldn't have to you should get an a i wasn't gonna read anything about him because he talked too much but oh yeah he is in that no moss look at that interesting good for him getting getting parts like his whole character (laughs) motivation is to not do work (laughs) yeah i love it good for yeah Way to stick it to the system, bro. Yeah, and to capitalize off tragedies to mm-hmm. do less work. I guess he wants the A so he doesn't have to go to summer school. Yeah, because he's like, I study really hard, man, and it's just, you know, tough. And to be fair, chemistry, kind of hard. I Even when Walter was trying to explain it, and I was like, hey, okay, here we go. I couldn't, like, I just can't get it like i can't do it i just can't make only, sense of it he literally only said like there are bonds co like uh ionic and covalent that's in yeah that's it. but like okay when he's like without the molecule without those there's no matter that's what makes matter matter and i'm like what like it's too conceptual for me i can't i can't do you get know the it. difference between an atom and a molecule well the atom is smaller than the molecule well so like an atom is like so like an L element, you know, you've seen those tables, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of those are just an atom, right? Yeah. Like they're one thing. But then if you can mix and match, and those make molecules, yeah. and that makes more complex things. So like you mix and match some hydrogen, a hydrogen atom, or two of them, and an oxygen atom, and you make water. Yeah. And that's a water molecule. There's no there's no such thing as a water atom. Okay. Okay, cool. So, you know. And then there's just a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. In chemistry in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay. here's the thing is also I uh I have a brain for telling jokes and writing stories and okay. uh you know, language, but I'm not so good with science. And uh Yeah, I mean me neither. I feel like you knew all that stuff about Adams because your name is Adam and it made you pay attention better. I I I sure was on an improv team once with another guy named Tom and it was called Atom. Um uh, Yeah, I know. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. But we did it. Uh, and boy, those four people in that bar thought we were fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Right. I just want to talk about that because that scene's fun. It's fun watching Walt teach. 
Yes, he tries very hard, but that kid is just a fucking dork, an idiot. I'm on that. I'm on Walt's side here. No, I get it. Like yeah, he should have tried harder. Obviously, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna fault a teacher for being like you're just not even trying. Like even when I was in those chemistry classes in college and didn't know what the fuck was going on, I still got A's. Like I still yeah. managed to get A's. So you know. Do you like that Walt swore at him? He said, "Don't bullshit a bullshitter." Yeah, that's great. Good for him. I love it when men swear. Okay. I love it when women about. swear. I love swearing. It's great. That's true. I do like swearing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're on Walt's side now. We like him. Mm, uh, I we agree with his point of view in this scene. In this scene alone. Feels like you're splitting hairs there, but okay. okay. Uh. <laughs> but next we go to El Paso, and where Beto O'Rourke lives. And. Hey, I think is sitting at a desk, insulting stuff that people have on their desks, and they're like, "Yeah," and using a Spanish accent, yeah, to try to get some yucks. And, uh, uh, and I, no one likes it. Yeah, I think mainly the point of the scene is to show how little, like Hank knows what the fuck is going on. He doesn't speak Spanish. He's in El Paso, and he's totally out of his element. Really, he and he's like trying to uh, fit in, and everybody's like, "Look at this fucking." big loser yeah he's the new kid at school yeah um and, and he's uh so this is pre ptsd hank he's not he's not all fucked up yet oh yeah this will be the this was the most mentally complete and physically complete form of <laughs> hank that i've ever seen up until the yeah. end yeah <laughs> this is before they start throwing all, i mean like stuff happens to him before this like you'll see but this is before you know the big stuff like getting shot and shit yeah yeah, I remember then that happened. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and he's, uh, Jesus Malverde is the statue they have on his desk, and apparently drug dealers like that guy. And the guy's like, yeah, go, sorry. Oh, no, and he has that statue later because he gives it to Gomez, right? Yeah, I was wondering if you'd remember that. Cool. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm sure, because I, 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 I had forgotten it. <laughs> so, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, Walt meets the boys, the drug dealer boys. The drug deal gang at a nuclear science and history museum. Yeah, about like the atomic bomb in Heisenberg. So it makes sense yeah. that they meet him there. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Although, like, if there's any cops like looking for places to stake out, like that would be where they would be. You would like, be. Hey, we have, yeah, we have this one guy named Heisenberg. Maybe shit happens. I have a hunch as a detective <laughs> that maybe. <laughs> something might happen here. Also, how out of place do they seem? Like combo. Skinny Pete and uh, Badger, like, walking around multiple times at this place. He must, they must seem so out of, you know. I've been to, like, science centers and museums. It is weird. There are, like, delinquents who just hang out there. Just, no, they're, really? Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that not fucking around. Yeah, there are, there really are. It's, like, weird. They're like, hey, we're high. Let's go to that museum and enjoy air conditioning for a little while. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then uh, that's when Walt shows up in his getup, and he's like, "I'm Heisenberg," and they go, "Whoa!" And uh, oh, my sister's trying to Facetime me. Let's hold throughout. Let's hold, hold. I'm sorry. I'll I'll mute this. And I mean, I can hear you fine. Okay, I just felt bad sure. that the it was going on in the background. Mm-hmm. What do you think she wants? It's probably just to chat. I guess I don't know. Huh, okay. Uh, let me text her and s- tell her what's going on. I'm sorry. 
has she written a review yet? Uh, I don't think she's listened to the show yet. Well, why are we even texting her? J, J to the K. I Because she's my sister, and I, I like her. Hold on. J to the K. We love our sisters. You have so many more than I do. I have two stepsisters and a half-sister. This is true. And a sister-in-law. What's that like? It's pretty cool. I certainly don't kiss her on the head. Yeah, there's a lot of kissing of sister-in-laws on in, today. On this show. On this show. Um, okay. Sorry. What were you explaining? Uh, oh, just that, I... like, Heisenberg Walt explains to the delinquent boys in the museum that they do a money exchange, I guess, and then they're kind of like, what What do they say? It's just kind of like... They're like, it's all here, man. You can count it if you want. Yeah, everybody's on all... their best behavior because of what we believe Jesse to have done. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's like, they're like, "Don't worry, bud. We're square." Yeah, is what he does. Um, and then Walt's like, "Like, did he really kill someone with an ATM machine?" And Walt says, "He didn't hear it from me." Yeah, he he should have been. I'm neither conforming, confirming, or denying. You would think, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a it's a delicate way to lie for sure. Had you heard about this ATM machine uh, incidents before? Yes. Did you I've, know about it? I've heard of it in the context of people finding out that it wasn't Jesse's, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, ATM machines. I used to think they were magic as a kid, for real. <laughs> I thought my I thought my parents were suckers for like ever saying that, that like, we don't have the money, and I'm like, you should, you know that machine in the mall? <laughs> like, just keep hitting those buttons, like money comes out. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just keep getting more. Uh, for real, I didn't know that it, uh, you know, you, you, we know how they work now, right? Yeah. Right, guys? I think so, right? Yes. It's, um, you have a certain amount of money in an account somewhere. Yes. But it's just represented by numbers on a ledger. Yes. Um, and the, all, uh, these machines have generic paper in them, but that can represent money you have if you have ownership of that paper. And it comes through a tube in the ground, right? Comes through a tube in the ground. Okay, I think yes. Uh, so we are. Do you know where we are? I can tell you. Yes, tell me. We're at Benicky's. Oh yeah, and Skyler is pregnant and filling out paperwork for a data entry role, and everybody's like, "Check out this pregnant lady thinking she has the right to have a job. What the fuck?" Everyone's real down on her. Yeah in this scene uh this is something i can relate to because when i was actively looking for work being pregnant like showing was was it was hard to find work yeah people didn't want to hire a pregnant lady yeah and she was doing data entry which i have experience having done uh my first job out of college but it's outsourced now so Ah. people in india are doing it now i believe specifically india wow well, in this instance, she's in there with like a handful of other people. She goes to fill out her application or turn it in, I guess. And the lady is like, uh, what do you do? And she's like, oh, not for a thousand years. And then she's mm-hmm. like, I know Ted. And she runs over and bangs on the window and Ted sees her and is like really excited to catch up with her. And the secretary, we've seen her before. So that's why we're not talking about her. Yeah. Uh, she always kind of just has her mouth hanging open is something I've noticed. She just doesn't seem very friendly. She's always kind of stern. Yeah. She doesn't seem like a good receptionist. But she she's not even good at keeping people away from Ted's door. Yeah, she's just like Which is like her one job. Ma'am, don't. Like she does it she mm-hmm. does it like Skylar lunges for it 
And she's like, oh, stop. No, seriously. You know. Oh, man. Oh, hey. Whoa. Knock knock it off. Yeah. Why? They have security in this building because they like actual like go- security goons drag Walt out of there later. I thought that but, was like, just guys from the shop, like from the fabrication thing. Oh, I thought it was full on security bros, but maybe it was just guys from the shop. But it's like, why would they need security in a place like this? <laughs> uh, Besides that one specific situation. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it was just like you, big guys, come here quick. Uh, there's a crazy guy coming after Ted. Um, this chemo-riddled cancer man is trying to throw pottery at a window. Get him! Get him! Go get him! So, uh, anyhow, we uh, she she talks to Ted, and Ted is just like, "You look fucking good," and she's like, mm-hmm. "Stop it!" And he goes, "You know what you should do." fucking the bookkeeping go ahead mm-hmm. we're doing we're doing such big business lately yep dollars and cents a whole bunch of them yeah and it seems like he just wants to hire her because he's attracted to her it doesn't seem like he wants to just make her a data entry person you know mm-hmm. yeah because uh as the bookkeeper they work next to the boss and he's the boss yeah so even... data, data entry they're in the basement they can't have that yeah he can't he can't ogle people in the basement no. Uh, so Skylar's got a job. And mm-hmm. oh. and then that lady walks by and she goes, the candles, the candles. <laughs> There's uh, wax everywhere, guys. There's wax everywhere, guys. Guys, the candles. Uh, and she seems like a wraith or a specter of some kind in this scene. It makes no sense <laughs> until they clarify it later. Yeah. He goes, uh, oh, oh, no. She's just having oh, one no. of her moments. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, what's that lady doing? And he goes, what lady? That lady screamed about the candles. And then Ted says, she's been dead for 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> We've never had a candle in these parts. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, now where are we? I don't have any. Oh, she, it cuts, I, at some point she goes home and her sister's there drinking wine. And they're all kissing. And, uh, <laughs> well, Skylar's <laughs> like, I got a job at uh, Ted's place. And Marie's like, didn't he try to fuck you? And she's, and like, she's like, yeah. Not, but not that bad. And he's... Eh, whatever. Yeah, and, and she, she said she's was... married with kids now, which is like, apparently they she he had been with his partner since like high school. So he, when he was ogling Skylar before, he still was, you know, married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she said he was so drunk, he was practically slurring his words. And I was like, if you're only practically slurring your words, you're not that drunk. Yeah, you're just regular drunk. Yeah. That's not so drunk. I mean... Have you ever been so drunk that you can't speak English? Because I have been. Really? You've all heard it. Oh, oh yeah. We were having fun that time. We, yeah. We were. Cer- we certainly weren't practically slurring our words. <laughs> I was so drunk that time I was making up songs, which is uh, same. Not great. Not a great um, look for me. Nah, yeah, not a great look for me too. It disqualified me from a lot of job offers. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, Walt comes in and he's like, hey guys. And then he runs to the bathroom to puke. End of scene. After kissing everybody. After ki- He kisses his sister-in-law, which we don't like. Yeah. He kisses her on the head. Yeah, like she's like a, a baby. child. Yeah. Which I was like, I have a sister-in-law. I wouldn't do that. I'd give her a hug if I hadn't seen her in a while. But <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Walt goes back to Jesse's house. And he's like, hey man, everyone thinks you're the fucking shit now. Look at you. Hot, hot as shit. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a big tough guy, and I think you know it's not going to be a problem 
for us to expand our territory because everybody's freaked out by you, right? Yep, and he calls him a blowfish. And he's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he smokes a bunch of marijuana, which is, you know, a gateway drug. <laughs> well, we're seeing that now, for sure. Yeah. Um, we actually do kind of watch it become a gateway drug on the show because it does lead to heroin. Yes, for mm-hmm. Jane, at least. Ooh. Does, she, does she blaze up ever, or does, doesn't she just go, oh, no, she does meth with him. Yeah, I think she tries to leave when he's smoking weed, right? When he's all... T- no, he says he's going to, like, shoot, do crystal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. crystal meth. Yes, I forgot. A dangerous substance. Yeah, that we are afraid of on this show. Unless it came in edible form, which we would try it. No, we would. I wouldn't. Oh, Half of we us would. I speak for Meg when I say I think she would, we would try it. <laughs> So, yeah, because he's like, you're a blowfish. You're really tough, but, like, you're not actually tough. But that's okay, because people think you're tough. Yes. because you that's fine. You're, now you're, you're, the idea of you is inflated, almost. Mm. And, um, yes. Oh, then we go to El Paso, and we see Danny Trejo. He's luxuriating in a bed, mm-hmm. smoking a cigar with a bunch of men around him, and just being a little informant, such a little sneaky boy. Uh, and Hank is having none of it. He does yeah, Hank doesn't like, like it. it. He's used to being the shit, and now he's just some shit. Yeah, and he's the way he does business, that's not the way these El Paso boys do business. Mm-hmm. Which is like, he just showed up there. Why is he trying to shake up how everybody does everything? That's what I do when I am like job training on any sort of job. You go, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, like any serving job I ever had, I was like, here's how we're going to be running this now. <laughs> and it's a good way to be. People like that person. They like you. Yeah. No, yeah. It's great to be domineering and refuse to take instructions. Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo is doing something I've always wanted to do, which is just order in Sky Mall with abandon. <laughs> you wanted 20 different, like, $100 bills mats or something like there were rugs there were rugs that looked like a hundred dollar bills which i think is awesome (laughs) Uh, sky mall rules and i don't like that it's only available in the sky i haven't been on a plane in a while is it still around they still have it yeah i don't get why you can just go to skymall.com i guess yeah Yeah. Um, but they have like i don't know crazy dog kennels that like also have like a swing set in them and just (laughs) like i don't know wild shit yeah a lot of different things with like ions in them or something like that i remember something like ionized bracelets or whatever it's it is some reckless capitalism is what's going on <laughs> over there in sky mall um it is it is not innovation it is just wild shit to make a profit and i love it yeah good shit yeah but then he's like hey i'm tortuga i'm a turtle i do stuff I right time. i do what i want i do stuff right so knock it off kind of mm-hmm and Hank's like, okay, I was thinking about this. Why do you, it's pretty, I might cut this out. Okay. Uh, when, they made a decision to cast, like, a pudgy actor to play Hank. Yeah. Like, the big tough guy role. Why do you think they did that? Have we ever talked about this? I mean. They could have picked, like, a strong boy. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I think there's just something kind of relatable about it's hard to find those strapping men in their 40s. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. He, he's just kind of like, I'm sure he had a wonderful career in law enforcement and then just kind of went to seed a little bit. Like, he knows what he's doing. That's why he's such a good, like, beat DEA agent. But he's, you know, mm-hmm. 
not a physical specimen. And that's also just a thing. Like, it's hard to find an in-shape cop, like, who's past their yeah. 30s, you know? Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, hey, he's like he's like a chunky boy. He, he's like the chunkiest guy. He's the chunkiest regular character on the show, for sure, right? I guess besides Combo, yeah. Going Combo, yeah, I don't think Combo was ever... I think he was guest star only. Oh, okay. So then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Combo's a big boy. Mike's not exactly fit, either. Yeah, but he's, like, old man fat, mm. which is, like, different, I think. They look different. Sure. He's, he doesn't look like a bowling ball. He looks like uh, a, a, a sack of sand. I don't know. There's just something that works about Hank's character, even though... Oh, I agree, too. I think it's a great choice. I'm just wondering how, like, they knew, oh, this is the guy. He must With, have like, just at... crushed a screen test. I don't know. He must have. He must have crushed it. Um, it was good. It's good casting. That's what I think. I think it's good casting. Yeah. Anyway, Jesse sees Jane making drawings. Yeah, and he's like, porch. "Ooh, you draw? I used to make drawings." And she's like, "Yeah, I do art. I'm really good." Uh, she's definitely <laughs> very like, you know, guarded with him in these exchanges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she has too many bracelets on. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse's like. Well, I'm going to go get a flat screen. And then she says, oh, fuck. Flat screens are sick. Oh, fuck. That, she bites her knuckle a little dope. bit. Like, oh, like, oh. And she looks and she pan and they pan over. And she's got this like big tube TV. <laughs> if like, oh, that was flat. Oh, Ooh. if only, man. God damn it. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, and a guy drives by and he goes, hey, you're Pinkman, right? You the man. Brr. And I was going to read his name and play the music, but uh, apparently we've seen him before and we must have talked about him because it's uh, some guy named John Christopher Hicks and he works in the transportation department. Yeah. He's been a driver uh, like on a bunch of different movies, and but his only actor credit is this in another episode of Breaking Bad as biker guy. He must be the crystal meth guy. I don't know. Like they just might remember the guy. I think biker guy was like the one of the guys in the crystal meth like uh the narcotics anonymous group that towards the end of this ep- season it, he was in the four it looks like he was in the fourth season and the second episode of the fourth season 38 snub so i'm not sure okay, yeah, i, I, I think know. i remember him i don't know but yeah he's just some guy he's like hey hey john do you, did you bring your motorcycle today <laughs> yeah we need you <laughs> do you want a credit cool get out there <laughs> uh all right cool good for this guy yeah, good for that guy. Um, but then we go to a stakeout in El Paso. And uh, a bunch of people are talking some shit about Hank. Yeah, they're kind of like, look at this big dum-dum. What the fuck? Why did they send us? He can't even speak Spanish. And Hank's like, stop it. And they're like, no, we're these are compliments, buddy. Yeah. Well, there's the one guy who we've seen a few times. But then there's this other guy who's only in this scene. And his name's Rio Alexander, and he's actually been he's been in 310 to Yuma, Ooh. and Sicario, Ooh. and The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger that I've never heard of. Okay. Um, and he is on a show called The Girlfriend Experience. Neat. So, cool. Anyway, they're doing cop shit, which is fun. And uh, they see Danny Trejo, and they're like, Danny! Danny, my boy, we see you. Uh, but it's not. But it's not Danny, you guys. Uh, it's well, it is 
Danny's head. It is Danny's head. And they, they all race over, and guess what? It's Danny's head on the back of a tortoise. And Hank is like, Jesus, fuck. And he gets kind of bothered by this sight. But and everybody else is laughing at him as he goes to like get away from it, and uh, then when they try to take the head off the tortoise, it just blows up big time. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it, all its tweets go viral. <laughs> it it uh, it gets a writing spot on Ellen, but then it quits because of it's toxic over there. And then uh, yeah, oh, you meant literally blow up. I'm so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it blows up, and did you cover your eyes for this? No, I watched it all. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't find this as upsetting as like it didn't seem as gory as like shootings and. Uh, yeah, bullets to the head seems to be your bugaboo. Yeah, but, and I also don't yeah. like to see anybody decapitated. Is a thing I've learned about myself through this show. Wait, but this was definitely a guy being decapitated. No, oh, but it, like the act of it, the head coming from the body and them chopping oh, it is okay. different than like a very fake head sitting on the back of a tortoise with like a I, uh, look on. The face. fact that it was Danny Trejo's head made it easier. I think because yeah. you're like Danny Trejo's not a dead man, <laughs> and his head is <laughs> he definitely on his body. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Running around, having a head. <laughs> That's not Danny Trejo's real head. Yeah. Uh, that poor turtle, though. Yeah. How shitty of the, of those those cartel people. They Mean jerks. Yeah, they jerks. And so then, you know, even though he's kind of in the middle of, like, some type of shock, he's running around and trying to help people who have had their limbs blown off and everything. Uh, and they kind of crib from saving private ryan here in the way this is shot in the way it focuses on breathing i think a little bit you never had it i think i think it's uh a trope that exists into itself and not just in saving private ryan in here i don't know if i could think of something from before saving private ryan that does this but maybe i'm wrong i guess i, I haven't seen saving private ryan because i'm not watching oh, have you not oh it's good movies. i just don't like I'd like like we're a bunch of men and we're gonna do war together. Is uh oh, Saving Private Ryan's not like that. But I will say, if you don't like seeing people get shot in the head, then don't watch it. Okay. Um, yeah, I would. But Tom, it, no, it's Tom Hanks going like, you know, I'm Tom Hanks and we're friends, <laughs> us soldiers. I can't, I I can't do Tom Hanks's voice even a little bit. That's okay. Can you? I don't think. Let's see. Well, uh, uh, there's a snake in my boot. Uh, is the only thing I can think that he says. I I think I can say buzz as to, buzz. No. Uh, buzz. I, no. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just making noises now. Yeah. Um. Now, if Tom Hanks played Tortuga, I would say he's for sure the biggest actor. Uh, his son that lives in my neighborhood and potentially in my building. Uh, uh Colin. Chet. Is he the DJ? I know one of his kids is a DJ. Yeah, I guess he's like the the rapping type of guy. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, Colin Colin is uh around too. Not here, but I've I've met Colin and stuff like that. But I always forget to tell him that my name what my name is because I think he'd find it funny. Because uh, <laughs> his dad was in that movie he, with Meg Ryan. Yeah. 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 You've got mail. Yeah. And we've never talked about suit. your name on the show and the fact that it's the same as the celebrities. I. I try to not bring it up because uh, I figure you hear it all the time when you tell anyone your name. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's fair. Thanks for not bringing it up. There was a show on ABC for a little for five episodes called Inside Schwartz. And the main character's name, this is real. His name was Adam Schwartz. And I was like, oh, boy, if this show blows up, I'm fucked. And it turned out OK? No, it got canceled really quick. It apparently was awful. 
What was it about um, even? I actually you're you'll want to hear that. I remember reading it one time and it was like it was one of those things where it was like so hilariously bad. They were like, how did this make it this far? Inside Schwartz, an American sitcom created by Stephen Eagle that aired on NBC from September 2001 to January 2002. So not long. <laughs> yeah. Starring Brecken Meyer oh. from Road Trip. Do we remember him? He's apparently a really big jerk. I can see it. He kind of just like anytime someone just kind of goes away in Hollywood, I'm assuming I was like, oh, you're probably like a jerk, but not a big enough jerk for it to be a big deal. Yeah. He, I think he's like a uh, habitual a-hole. Yeah. I've, I definitely have yeah. friends who've worked with him and said he's he's a piece of S. Here, I'll read the plot description because it's literally four par- four lines. After losing longtime girlfriend, minor league sportscaster Adam Schwartz, <laughs> his dating life is illustrated by sports highlight- highlights in which various pro sports personalities appear. For instance, when Adam's date reveals she has three children, a referee appears and makes the call too many players on the field. So he's a sports guy and throughout the episode sports shit happens in his subconscious is how that show works it sounds just very awful they were like how can we get more sportsmen into sitcoms i guess we'd actually have to like really heavy-handedly put it out god lord like so I, I, how many times does someone have to run in and go them!" <laughs> the audience just laughs it was multi-cam apparently I oh wow that. yeah we got to bridge the gap between idiots and other idiots. Jesus Christ. Uh, sports idiots and comedy idiots. <laughs> but anyway, they shot 13 episodes. Five of them didn't air. Wow. So thank God that and that because of that, because if that show was like a smash hit, if that show was the next friends, I they'd be like, oh, Adam Schwartz, like that show inside Schwartz. That's who you are. And, you know, I'd still be dealing with it. But it has it ever happened even one time. Not even one time. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who remembers this show. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> We we might do a mini series where we watch that show. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure the studio buried it. Like, there's no way you could find this. Anywhere. You'd be surprised. I what was that cop show that I watched the pilot of that you could find where it was like Peter O'Toole is on the job as a Chicago cop, uh, and on the first on his the last day of retirement before retirement he gets shot and his soul goes into like a bulldog's body and he's like the cop partner of a different guy what is that called i did a podcast about it once that i i was on an episode with it wow i've never heard of that but that's sounds... i'm gonna find it for you later and uh send it to you and i want you to watch it but yeah it was it never went to series but it was a pilot that like they shot and spent money on you know there's a page for the inside schwartz dvd on amazon uh-huh. but it is currently unavailable and they don't even have a picture of it okay. so and i can't find it to stream anywhere but that's enough about Inside Schwartz. You could probably Unless find you it on keep... YouTube, I bet. Oh, well, maybe it's not enough about Inside Schwartz. Hold on. Hold on. I can find promo. Oh, season one, episode nine. Oh, there's Brecken Meyer. Can you do a saying Brecken Meyer? He's holding a basketball. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what men do. Was that Ryan Reynolds? Was it? No. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, this looks bad. Good to know. Anyway, I just uh, scrubbed around that a little bit, guys. And uh, yeah. Doesn't seem great. Although Adam Schwartz is a fun name. It is a good name. It's a good American. It's a fun name. To have. Ah, okay. Where the fuck were we? Oh yeah, Jesse goes to a museum. The same one. He goes, guys, guys, guys. I got a business plan, and just kind of explains that he's the shit now. And here's what we're gonna do, baby. Yes, and they're all like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we're going to expand territory. territory. We're going to do what you say, big boy. And they all sing, for he's a jolly good fellow. 
that doesn't actually happen. I was just trying to be funny. Yeah. And I feel sweaty having said that. Uh, okay. So, oh, 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 yeah. And then, oh, then we have that little scene, which I think is kind of like, as I think I told you, well, like a meme on the internet is the fact that Walter Jr. only talks about breakfast primarily on the show. Yes. And he gets in a lively debate with his mother about the fact that she bought Raisin Bran and not Raisin Bran Crunch. I get it. Like, he wants what he wants. I've definitely been mm-hmm. in this situation. But also, it's like, well, dude... She made a mistake. Don't take her to task for it, you know? I agree. Yeah, it's like, hey, man. It's, uh, he was, he was mean. He goes, he wasn't like, hey, next time. I get why. I, I I don't like that Kellogg's made both these boxes purple. That's on them. Yeah. But there's a Raisin Bran. There's a Raisin Bran Crunch. Seems like a small difference. It's actually very critical. Mom, look over here. I'm talking. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm assuming she would look away when you did this. Yeah. And... I would just, I would prefer it. They cost the same if you got Raisin Bran Crunch. I just like it better. Um, my life's not great, and it's one of the few places where I experience joy. So thank you, Mom. And I'm going to go masturbate. <laughs> In my bedroom with rap playing. So then, uh, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, what happens after he has breakfast. Oh, and then she's like, yeah, I got a job. I'm going to work. And Walt's like, are you sure you're not going to a funeral? Because you look drab as hell. And she's like, no, it's a <laughs> job. And uh, I'm going to go work at Benneke as a bookkeeper. And he's like, well. He said there's fumes. Yeah, there's fumes. And she's like, nah. And then he's like, well, what about how that guy who owned it is dead? And like, oh, his son took over. You remember Ted? And you could see it wash over uh, Walt's face. And he goes, oh, he grabbed He my got lady. erect because he's like, Ted's hot. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, okay, now bye. Uh, bye, bye, bye. And, uh, and then she, uh, goes into work and he's like, I'm actually divorced. Let's have lunch. Uh, and she's like, oh, heavens, I'm so hormonal because I'm pregnant. Uh, that might be dangerous. Is that not it? I don't know. No, that's what happens. Okay. It's just fine. I like when someone says, ooh, heavens. <laughs> I enjoy it. Ooh. It's... Ooh, oh, oh boy. Later on, Jesse's at home and he hear and he's trying to get this goddamn satellite to work on his TV. I don't know, does he not realize he has to like sign up for satellite like to get satellite? To be fair to him, it does eventually work cuz the next episode starts with like the Better Call Saul commercial on and she Jane goes, "Your TV's working." Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah. Unless that was a DVD, unless he had the DVD box set of, of- Better Call Saul commercials. Yeah. He's got 12,000 of them. <laughs> but he hears Jane come over and he puts a little cup to the door because he's like, oh, I bet I can hear her take her bra off. Yeah, but instead she's like, mm, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Uh, and mm-hmm. then he goes out to smoke a cigarette and he's like, have you ever seen TV? Because guess what? I got a TV. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is it flat? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's mounted on the wall. And she's like, I don't believe that shit. And then they're sitting in, you know, lawn chairs and it's, you know, they're holding hands. She, uh, very important. She reaches for his hand. So she's been, she's been into it for a minute too. Mm-hmm. And, and she, it was, it was very, it was very nice. It was very like, and then they play the little, the little mariachi song again from the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And it's like, oh, these two have such a bright future. Yeah. Only good things <laughs> from this point forward. He's going to really, she's going to keep him in line. Everything's going to work. Everything's going to be roses. <laughs> For these two, hey. we can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, and it's like awkward because he's 
he really wants the satellite to start, but it's not starting, and he's got this hottie there. Yeah. And she looks bored, and she goes, I wanted some goddamn television. Give me content. <laughs> Give me content, boy. Boy. She yells boy at him. Anyway, Meg, you 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 liked it? Seems okay. I guess I'd give this one a B plus. I like this one. Yeah. Good. I like the I like the one after it more. Mm. I like the one where they're in the desert more. Mm. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the ringer thought of it? Forty three. Forty three. Okay. Let's find out. I didn't have it pulled up because I'm uh, not a professional. Oh. Uh. Oh, you're just outside of your spread, Meg. Oh. Uh, it's 36. Really? Okay. Yeah, you're right. I am just outside of my spread, and I know when I've been beat. Yeah. You won again, Ringer. Yep. Sorry, Ringer. Who wrote this? Who? Who is this fuck who ranked all these? In the, oh, it was the whole Ringer staff. Okay. Never mind. How did they all agree on something like this? They all got... They had a big staff meeting, <laughs> and they really hashed it out. Um, well, the... the uh, Allison Herman is the one who wrote the little like blurb about this particular episode. Okay. Um, and she, she says she likes it <laughs> in this little blurb. They all, I mean, they all like it. They, they like all the episodes. Makes sense. It's a good show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what's, what's next week's? Am I? Oh yeah. Next week's one. I'm excited. Okay. To watch. Give you a little tease there. Ooh. Next week's, next week's a fun one. I don't know if fun's the right word, but next week's one I like. <laughs> but, uh, you guys, thanks for listening to, us talk about breaking bad we're still trying to find our groove and uh we'll get there i feel like we got a groove (laughs) what are you talking about no i'm just i just kidding i'm just kidding i just just write a write a write a review you gotta do that you fuckers you owe us that at least Mm -hmm. except unless you already have in which case you're cool (laughs) um but we can probably sign off okay well until next time i guess until next time a mighty fine heisenberg mighty fine heisenberg to you you, fair fair listeners. listeners bye